Hey, yeah. We legit, bitch. We legit, bitch. We legit, bitch. We legit, bitch. Once again, with this thing called Wooisms. Yes, sir. It's your boy Woo, and I'm sitting here with the homie Big Hess. What's happening? What's happening? With the homie J Easy. And this is episode 28. Wow. 28, baby. Yeah. We 28 deep in this thing, man. And first and foremost, like always, we want to say thank you to everyone. That's been rocking and fucking with us, man, from the beginning. And, uh, man, we know last week, man, we had a few uh, sound issues. Technical difficulties. A little technical difficulties, man. But uh, we getting this thing back right, man. So we hope everything sounds good. You know what I'm saying? Like, we only going to get better and better each week. You know, we add new equipment. We, we putting back, we investing back into us. So we can get better and better for you all that's been rocking and fucking with us from the beginning. Sean. Yo. How you feeling today, my brother? I'm good. Yes, sir. I'm good. I am poing. Poing? Yeah, I am poing. Yes, sir. And I am smoking, so I'm good. Yes, sir, man. Jay-Z, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. Yes, you know, sir. Getting ready, ready for this little one banking up. Oh, Ooh. man. My boy, done went, my boy went in the kitchen. He fixed a nice meal, and that thing is slow roasting. Look at the wrist. Slow roasting. Look at the wrist. My boy Gerald been struggling with the motion. <laughs> <laughs> man, look, uh, shit, man. I'm just, I'm just glad to be here, bro. Yeah. I'm man. glad to be here amongst my friends. Straight up. You know what I'm saying. And, uh, shit, man, <laughs> so we got a, a new soundboard. Yeah. And, uh, Jay couldn't make it out last night, and me and Sean, we was trying to test it out, we was trying to figure this shit out, man, and we realized, when I, when I say each and every week, man, everybody on the team has a role and plays that motherfucker so well, bro, we... We're in dire need what? of Gerald last Boy, night. I told him, I said, I'm going to get you a gift card to the sizzling nigga. <laughs> Just to show my appreciation. Just show my appreciation. You're going to get a gift card to the sizzling boy. Yeah, take, man. Take the wife out, man. Boy, because you, know? you, you just don't know. Boy. Just don't know, boy, how bad we needed you last night. Man, what? But, man, we, uh, we was like, fuck it. We went back with Old Faithful. And, uh, shit, we made it do what it do, man. Um, so, shit, what we gonna tackle today, Sean? Man, we got, um, a few things we gonna tackle, man. But, you know, I think, uh, <laughs> I've gotten excited to talk about this topic. Yeah. Just, you know, just a bit, man, because it involves them strippers. Oh, man, I love them strippers. 
Yeah. Man, I love them strippers. Hey. Man, I love them strippers. Hey. Man, I love them strippers. Booty going left, booty going right, booty going left and right and right. Up and down, all around. <laughs> Throw it in a circle. Bow. Throw it in a circle. Bow. 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 We got to talk about the boy Lou Williams, man. Man, first and foremost, yes. We're going to talk about, you know, we're going to talk about Lou. We're going to talk about a little bit of what's going on with the NBA. Glad to have some type of sports. Man, back. sports is back. Yeah, competitors. It's bike. Back. It's, it's bike. bike. It's bike. It's bike. It's bike. But, um, man. Oh, Lou, man. I feel like they did our boy Lou wrong, man. Man. Shit. All the boy was trying to do was get him some wings. Get him some wings. So, and, like, if, if you haven't had... Food from Magic City. It is delicious. Yes. It is magnificent. Yep. I mean, it is like you be like, hey, like this is the complete experience. Mm-hmm. You got these strippers, these yeah. strippers. Yeah. You know, get you some hookah. Yeah. Got you some drinks. Yes. And some good food. Man. Why leave? You don't have to leave. No, nah, you don't. You, you don't. got everything you need to have a good night. Yeah. Now you be broke, but. <laughs> that's, why, that's why you got a ball on the budget. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't go mad to see the ball on the budget. See They're going to pull that up out you. See <laughs> i tell you what we do. We stand our ass in a group. Right. When I throw five, and then the homie start throwing, and she go move, slide over there where a homie at, and start bouncing while he throwing, I'm breaking with my foot. <laughs> We are recycling dollar bills, baby. That's how you ball on a budget in a strip club. Right. <laughs> well, man, just, you know, kind of just to bring people up to speed if they haven't heard the story with Lou Williams, man. So, right. you know, like we said, NBA back. Man, back. And it's some good games. Yeah. Like, these last couple of nights have been, like, jam-packed with just legit games. Man, you know what? It feels like how we felt when... The uh, last dance mm-hmm. aired, and it didn't disappoint. No, so it's like the you you know the anticipation was there, and then when it came, it wasn't like a fluke. It was everything that we expected plus more. Yep, you know, so like basketball has been jumping, man. Yes, sir. And so you know they got got the players in a bubble, mm-hmm. trying to get every, keep everybody protected, and uh. Lou, man, he had a passing in the family, family or whatever, and he had to go back to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So, he went to the viewing, but on his way out, he stopped by Magic City, got him some wings. Yeah. And just so happens somebody decided to take a, not only take a picture with him there, or leaving, but they wanted to post it on IG. Jack Harlow. Yeah. Which, who was that? The little white dude, he'd be like, brand new wimp, it's foreign. Really? What's popping? That's it. Yeah. I didn't even know his name. Yeah. But that guy mm-hmm. posted a picture, and which ended up resulting in Lou Williams having to go back and be in quarantine for ten days once he got back on campus with the players, and then it's just backlash from people just saying like, "How could you go to a strip club on you, when you know you have to be back?" In Orlando, around other people, right? Which is like one, we don't necessarily know if strippers were there. Mm-hmm. Number one, number two, he was there at like seven o'clock. Who goes to Magic City at seven o'clock on a Saturday? 
Well, you know, it, it's some strippers. There. It's the early bird strippers. Yeah, but like, you, like somebody like Lou Williams, I ain't trying to see the early birds mm. at seven o'clock. It depends on if uh, you a frequent and they know you and you made that call. Like, hey, what time you gonna be working? And she be like, well, I got the early shift today. <laughs> and he's like, I bet, boo. Shit, I'm gonna come in there. I'm gonna get some uh some wines. Probably a hen and coat. And I got some ones. I'm coming to see them breasts. <laughs> well, he showed up, man. He got his wings, man. So he got his wings. And he did. You know? Which, like, he has wings on the menu named after him. Which I have to try next time I go. You know they're going to be bust. Yeah. Lemon pepper and barbecue. Ooh. Lou Williams Lemon Pepper Barbecue Wine. Yeah, bruh. That sounds magnificent. Lou Lemon Pepper yes. and Barbecue Wine. So it's like, why wouldn't he stop there and get some wings while he in the city? Which he's also said in previous interviews that that's his favorite restaurant. Right. He literally said that. Mm-hmm. He said, somebody said, what's your favorite place to eat? He said, Magic City. Yeah. Dog. And I just don't feel like People know enough about the situation to be giving him the backlash that he's mm-hmm. giving. Like, he went and got some food. Like, if it was Chick Fil A, I don't feel like we'll be talking about this. If it was Food Sacklers, Food Sacklers, or Zaxby's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, him getting some wings. Hell, even Big Whites. Yeah, if it was Big Whites, I don't think we'd be having that big of an issue. But because it's a strip club and all he did was go get some wings, mm-hmm. it's a problem. All they saw was. Lou had a pass to go to a funeral, and he detoured to the strip club. That's all, that's what they saw. Right. Lou Williams strip club supposed to be at home for a funeral. Right. Right. And, and they ran with it. Right. And this is like, bro, he went and got him some food. He went back to the hotel, and he was back in Orlando like soon after that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, but I think there's a lot of people that don't understand. The strip club culture. Oh yeah. In Atlanta. See, a lot of people just think, man, you know, you want to go to the strip club and just go see some ass and titties. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like that has a small part. Right. But like, you know, it's kind of like strip clubs. If you can't go to a strip club and have a nice drink, right, and some food, right. you are in a bad establishment. Right. Exactly. A horrible establishment. Right. It's typically your hole in the wall. Because guess what? Nine times out of ten, I guarantee you probably done been somewhere traveling. Yep. And in one of these cities, they probably got the best food in a gas station. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. yep. Like, people sleep on gas station food. Right. But gas station food be busted in certain areas. It really do. You yes. get a whole meal. A whole meal. And it be legit. Yeah. Yep. You can gas up. You can go piss. Take a little gas station shit. Yeah. <laughs> grab you some food and be on your way. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, my favorite spot in New Orleans is called Manchu's. Yeah. You took yeah. us that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, with them chicken wings. Yeah. Off the chain too, uh, and they sell everything on that motherfucker: white tees, black right. tees, yeah. headbands, right. Fago drinks, <laughs> yeah. and some good ass chicken wine. Ain't nothing like a red pop. 
Ah, I like cream soda. Oh, I mean, I like cream soda. We talking about favorite fagos? Yeah. Red Peach. Yeah. Peach is good, but it's not better than Red Pop. Yeah. We're not going to uh, get in that. We're not going to do like we did last night. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. But, man, so, like, I I feel where Luke coming from. Because it, it took me back to when I was stationed at Fort Hood. Right. And... The bros there, like, we used to have bruh night every Thursday. Every Thursday we had bruh night. Yeah. And it was this one strip club that we always went to called The Pretty Lady. Mm. It was BYOB. So, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we take about two or three bottles in there with us. All you had to do, you know what I'm saying, pay a little $10 to get in. You know, we had our own little section, and she, you know, we had a grand little time. Right. Right outside the strip club in the parking lot was a food truck. The best fucking dollar tacos ever. Tacos. Yes. I'm like, man, they had chicken, beef, uh, pork, steak. The best top man, if you don't get at least three or four tacos, you ain't have fun. The who, soak up all of that. Yes. That who do. doesn't love titty and tacos? Titty and tacos. Yes. Tacos and titty. Yes. Yeah. yeah. TNT. TNT. Bam. Bam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, man, that was, you know, and we 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 would go, man, that, that was like every Thursday. You know what I'm saying? We got to the point where it was just like, shit. The club owner knew us. We were good. Yeah. The bouncers at the club, they knew us. We were good. Yeah. Shit. Man, we we were like local celebrities. So I felt where Lou was coming from. Right. Sometimes you just want to go kick back, get your food, see a titty or two, get a drink, and be and, out. And he didn't even eat it there. Right. He took it to go. Shit, he got more willpower than me because I would have had to eat my shit down. Yeah, man. I would have had to eat my, my five or ten peas. Right. Have my have my crown and coat or my hen and coat. Throw about ten ones and roll out. About ten? Yeah. You gonna throw them all slowly too, ain't you? Man, shit. One at a time. You got damn right. <laughs> shit, we gotta space them hoes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. But it's, I mean, it's an experience. Like, just, you know, and, but, you know, people, like I was saying, people, like, outside of Atlanta or have never experienced a strip club experience in Atlanta, they just frown upon it because they don't understand. Right. And it's just like, you know what? Catch you a quick flight to Atlanta and just go on, like, a quick little tour. Mm-hmm. Hit Magic City. Hit Onyx. Hit, um... Shit, Blue Flame. Blue Flame. Oh, oh man. man. <laughs> Now, Blue Flame, you got to hit during the day. You got to hit during they got the day. That's the best day shift. Man, that, that just, oh, man, that, that one time we went for the cold concert that we oh, did. Man. And oh, we hit, man. And we hit the, the, the liquor store. We were going to hit we, the liquor store first. And then we looked and was like, oh, that's the Blue Flame. But the liquor store was right across the, the street. Because yeah. we had bought, like, I never saw a big-ass gallon of Hennessy Bruh. for sixty eight dollars. Man, I'm talking. About, I think we clean a shelf off. And it was, 
and it was a great weekend, but a horrible weekend at the same time. Because we, oh. we drunk Hennessy the entire week. Oh. oh, it was horrible. Like, my liver had thanked me when we was on the road back home. Yeah, I think the first thing uh, first thing I think about with that is when Courtney died slowly in silence. Like oh, yeah, Mr. Fo 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 on the All Safety Podcast. Exactly. He died. Exactly. He, he died. died slowly. A slow death. Yeah, slow death. And then he just, like, he just, like, crept into a hole. And he died. disappeared like, uh, like Vampire Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll never have hair like that. <laughs> <laughs> never. 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 Yeah. And I heard that shot you threw at us too, nigga. Yeah, yeah, we heard, yeah, we heard you. We we be listening. Yeah. We be listening. Off safety. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who got the shots fired now, baby? <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> but yeah, man. You know, it's like you know, it's it's it, it encompasses everything. But like people in Atlanta, like they'll go to a strip club for lunch. Mm-hmm. And like. It's just like the ads and tenics is just a bonus. Right. But they like they go for the meal. Yeah. I wanna, you know, discuss my workload over a meal. Right. You know, and it's like it's like it's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's just if you don't understand the culture, then you won't really understand the situation. Right. You know, and it's like you can't I just feel like he taking an unnecessary L because of it. Well well I mean, you know, that that's just how it is, man, because like they still was like, well, now he's uh he's putting he's putting the team at risk because now you know uh, he has to quarantine when he gets back for ten days and you know these games that they're playing they're playing for their seating mm. for the playoffs. Which I think is good. Yeah. Like, they don't care. Yeah. You know, like they're the second seed. Right. They're gonna be the second seed. They they <laughs> are they are going to be in the playoffs. Right. They can miss Lou for. Ten days. Exactly. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. He'll be back for the playoffs, so that's all that right. Matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. So yeah. man, like like you said, man, you know, strip the strip club is is a valuable asset to the community. Yes, it is. It is. And I mean it's definitely boosting the economy over there. Oh yeah. 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 It has to. Yeah. Like it's like you said that like Blue Flame was across from the strip club, I mean, a, a liquor store. Like the Greyhound station is right across the street from Magic City. Uh huh. <laughs> so they say, hey, bust them in, walk across the street. Yeah. Walk back across the street, bust them out. Gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So, like, shit, I ain't see nothing wrong with what Lou did. My, bro, my, my, my boy had to, he had to feed, he had to feed his hunger, man. Yeah, he had, man. He had to feed his yeah. spirit. And, like, and it's a picture of a plate online from Magic City. It's got like wings, catfish, and chicken strips on it. If you see that plate, then you will completely understand why that man stopped to get food from that place. Exactly. Because it that plate looked magnificent. Exactly. You know? Ain't nobody going to Hooters on Peace Street looking for Courtney? No, no, no. We went. We, we couldn't find her. <laughs> Right. So we ended up going to strip club and getting us a, a six piece. Right, but well, that's that's a story for a different day. Ooh, man, <laughs> ooh, man, ooh, man. God, that was a crazy weekend. Yeah, it was, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But I mean, shit, man. We we got we got sports back. Man. Mm-hmm. We got the sports back, and you know. Uh, 
Shit, man. I think we're going to go ahead and take a little quick commercial break yeah. so we can fill up our drinks. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Fill up the hookah. And when we come back, man, let's, uh, let's talk about, you know, things that we miss in life yeah. that, you know, really don't think you can live without. Right. But, but you do. And at the same time, things that you think that you could live without, but you can't. Yeah. And then let's also talk about, man, like how these NBA players are in this bubble. Right. For this time period, and they don't have their families there. Yeah. And how that, you know, affect them, and how will we be affected with something like that? Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to hear from our uh, sponsors real quick, man, and then when we come back, we're going to delve into this thing a little bit deeper. Yep. We back, we back, we back, man. We, you know, we was talking about Lou Will and them Wangs. Yes, sir. Them Scrippers. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, as we were talking about, too, you know, the NBA is back. Yes, sir. But they got Sports them in. Sports is back. It's, it's back. Yes. Bike. 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 And, um, but they got them in this bubble. Yeah, man. You know, to kind of keep everybody safe. And it seems to be working because they right. hadn't had any positive COVID tests since mm-hmm. for the last two and a half, three weeks, which I think is phenomenal. That show is kind of like. How forward thinking like the NBA as a league is, yeah. and Ace Ball is showing the complete opposite of how ass backwards they are because they got one team that's got twenty cases. Baseball supposed to be America's yeah. sport, right? And can't get this shit together, but here it is, man. Adam Silver, yeah. Shouts out to Adam Silver, straight man. up, straight up. Adam Silver is a motherfucking genius, man. Ever since he took over the reins from uh, Sterling, Stern, David Stern, 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 yeah, David Stern. Ever since he took over the reins from David Stern, man, it's just like he just started elevating the NBA, man. And you can see right now, like, how all the money that they put in, this campus that they're in, right. and that bubble, and, man, it's, it's phenomenal. But he listened to his players, yeah. which is the reason why it's so successful. Right. You know, he like, man, like, he get his stars together, and he runs stuff by them first before he does it. And it's paying off big. Oh, yeah. Big time, man. But, like... One of the fascinating things about it is that they, you know, they are secluded in this bubble for like months. Mm-hmm. You know, they already been there like two and a half, three weeks. Right. And if you make it to the finals, finals might not end till beginning of October. Uh, so and the season's supposed to pick back up after that short. De- yeah, December. So and like the biggest thing, like like they secluded from their families and you know they normal routine and stuff that they have at the house. But what a lot of them been doing has been getting like a ton of stuff shipped in. Oh yeah, ton of stuff, man. Right. And so when me and you were talking, you know, it got us to thinking, like, you know, what's some of those material things that, you know, we can't live without? Like we know, you know, our family. You can't, you know, yeah. wish you could be with your family more, your friends, and things like that. But the material stuff, like for example, like PJ Tucker, mm-hmm. huge shoe junkie. Yeah, huge. He brought 20 shoes with him. Yeah. While he was in quarantine after his initial testing, he purchased 40 more. Bro, like, you're in a bubble. Yeah. You're not going nowhere. No. Why would you have 60 pair of shoes? Exactly. 60. 60 pair of like, shoes. Like, who you going to show them off to? Like, right. why flex on an NBA campus where everybody got money. Exactly. And, like, you ain't going to be around nobody. You who got the most money? I, but, like, everybody know it ain't him. 
It's Braun and them yeah. boys. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't him, but like he he sixty pair of shoes. Right. Like Udonis Haslam had like four to five thousand dollars worth of Amazon packages right. shipped there. You know, like boxing equipment and sofas and all this stuff that's being shipped exactly. to this one place, and they feel like that that's necessary for them to like feel as comfortable as possible yeah. while being in that bubble. So I'll ask you. Like, what's some of the material things, like, if you were in that situation, that you like, I got to have it. Like, I can't live without it. Shit. Number one, like, I would have to have, first and foremost, like, if I'm at a, in a bubble, like, I'm just thinking back, like, when I was in Kuwait. When I was in Kuwait, like, we had what we call, um, well, it wasn't it wasn't really hooches, but it was kind of like a big ass like warehouse. Yeah. And the warehouses had partitions up. Yeah. And so like in in the in the room that we were in, I was in there with uh, two other officers, two other white officers. So we we sectioned the, the room off where we had enough room. While I was there, man, I had I had to have my laptop. Yep. Had to have that. Yeah. I had to have my external hard drive. Yeah. On my external hard drive, I had movies out the ass. I had TV shows out the ass. Like, I had to have that, you know, just being away from friends and family. I had to have something to where I could decompress every day coming back to that room. Yeah. I also had to have three fans. That that makes sense. Cause you know, yeah, you know I hate being. I bet you had that. Like you were like, you you watch Big Bang Theory. No. Okay. So I do not watch Big Bang Theory. It, it's a great show. Okay. I never thought I would enjoy a show so much about geeks. It is a wonderful <laughs> show. If you have time, take time to watch it. It's it's awesome. But they um Sheldon, he has a spot. Right. Everywhere he goes, he sits in a certain spot. Like, mm-hmm. anybody's apartment, it's a certain spot. He positions it based on, like, the way that the air blows, mm-hmm. viewing, all. The, he takes all these different things into consideration. I can see you setting up fans and being like, mm, nah, that's not right. Need to move fan to a quarter of a centimeter right. over. For real. Yeah. I, I had, like, no lie, I had two fans, like, stationary. Yeah. Like, I had one in one corner at my desk. Because I was still in school at the time. Yeah. So I had one at, at, at my little desk where I, I did my work and stuff. I had one by my by my uh, my lock, my wall locker. Mm-hmm. And then I had to have one rotating at the head of my bed. Because I, I could not, I could not be hot. I can't, I can't function while I'm hot. So I had to have that. We discovered that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you don't have me baking in here today. Nah, so I mean, <laughs> I didn't feel like having a diva come out. That's all. Man, I also had to have like my favorite blanket. Yes, I had to have my favorite blanket. Nick, you had to have your blanket. Yeah, it, which is which is my my throw. It's a throw blanket. Yeah, a Omega Sci-Fi blanket that my mama bought me. Mm-hmm. Where we cross. Okay. And Lenny will tell you the story 
behind my blanket and how serious it got. This nigga has a blanket. Behind my blanket. He has a blanket. Shut up. Not a blankie, but a blanket. You, that's a blankie. A throw blanket. A it's, throw rug. No, no, it, it's a blankie. A throw rug. It's not up for debate. It's a blankie. Okay, whatever the case may be. Okay, all right. So I had to have my throw rug. Blankie. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I had to have my favorite pillow. Okay. And I had to have pictures of the family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I had to have all that 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 entire year while I was away. So if I was in a NBA bubble, yeah, I would have to have those. You could say they're materialistic, but those were essential items for me. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes. So I mean, like I would have, you know, laptop obviously, uh-huh. you know, because that, that's how you communicate with the outside world. Like in so many different ways, so like I would definitely have to have that, and um, you know, definitely pictures of the family, right. you know, around. That would be like a must. Um, but man, I would um, also have my Xbox. Yeah, gotta have an Xbox because mm-hmm. I gotta have something to set, like to kind of just zone out on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like I would have to have that. I mean, outside of that, man, just outside of common necessities, like, I, that would really be it. Okay. That would be all I need. All right. So, my question to you is, we've been without sports for months. And, you know, our group me that we're in, everybody is pretty much sports savvy for the most part. Yeah. You know, um... Just about all the time, mainly is me and Lena always trolling, pretty much. <laughs> Definitely. But for the most part, like we're kind of like sports savvy throughout the group. <laughs> so think about like how we have been hurting. Yeah. Without sports. Right. But we made it through. Yeah. What do you think that you could have? Well, besides not being able to see sports. And you made it. Yeah. And we got it back and we're like, yes. What do you think that you can live without? And then when you cut when it when it's presented back to you, you're like, oh, okay, it's good, I got it back. But I found that I really don't need it. Uh, I don't know, that's kinda of tough. Like I think on I'm not from like a materialistic standpoint, but just like having a place to go. Mm-hmm. To just vent and get away for a minute, right? Like we used to always go to Mint mm-hmm. once a week. Yeah, that was like, and I didn't realize how important that was until, you know, <laughs> I ain't have it. You know, and like I, we got the hookah at the crib, which is cool, mm-hmm. but like it was still something to have, to look forward to, to be like, all right, I got this one day to go here, chill it with my homeboys, and get away for a minute, just kind of relieve the pressures of the week. Right. When, you know, with quarantine, man, we've been stuck in the house. And, like, I love my family. Mm-hmm. Emphasis on I love my family. Yeah. But, man, having the kids in the house, you know, trying to work, trying to entertain them. Mm-hmm. That, like, I think all of us have been have been driven, going crazy mm-hmm. because we hadn't had those external vices. Right. You know what I'm saying? For me... Man, I'm going to say, shouts out to the educators. 
You know what I'm saying? For going through what they go through during the school year. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm pretty much a, yeah, I'm educated. I'm, you know what I'm saying, smart. You know, I excel in math. Math is like my top subject. Anybody in my family, like, they, anytime they, like, they need, like, some type of, like, math problems done or anything like that, they come to me. Right? Cool. No problem. When this pandemic first kicked off and the kids was at home and we were going through schoolwork and I know how to do stuff a certain way. Right. Here it is. My seven-year-old is telling me, no, daddy, that's wrong. We don't do it like that. Wait. But I got the same answer. No, that's not right. You know what? I need you to go back to school then. I, I need you to get up out the house. Because right now, you are really pissing me off. So right. I, she getting mad at me because I'm not doing it the way that she was taught. I'm getting mad at her because she's not learning my cut ways of how to do stuff. Right. And I'm just like, I mean, you know what? Just go back. Go go, go to your sister. Bruh, like, thank God for my wife. Yeah. I ain't got the patience for it. Yeah, me neither. Like, I was trying, like, whenever she had to go to work and I was with the kids trying to do work and trying to help them with theirs. Oh, my God. I was like, I'm about to throw y'all in this laptop I, I outside. Can, I cannot. And then I, I don't know how it's going to be uh, when next when the school semester kicks off. Because that little one, man, she is like a light-skinned woo. <laughs> she, she is like, she gets an attitude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She going to tell me I'm wrong. I started to kick out. I started to pack her bag and say, hey. Pick a grandmama to go stay. <laughs> pick a grandma. Just pick a grandma because you got to go. Yeah. You know, so that's that's one thing that I'm like, I don't think I can live without, man. Is the kids going to school? It's, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, they get a break. Right. Because the kids need a break, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I know we think about, you know, think about us and what we need, but the kids need a break just as much as we do. Yeah. And like even though like my kids go spend time with their grandma on the weekend, yeah, they still be down there like, hey man, I'm bored, right? You know, cause that's all they've been doing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, man, like even now they going. We know for sure, first nine weeks they gonna be in school. Mm-hmm. I'm already trying to figure out like me and Till both are like, all right, what are we gonna do to like create some type of escape for them mm-hmm. because. Like, they not going to make it right? those nine weeks. Man, another thing, too, man, like, during during this, like, I think, because you know how we we get together on the group meeting. We're like, hey, who all free for this weekend? Let's just go. Go. Right. You know, uh, I think I could live without the sporadic trips, right. the multiple trips that we take, but I need maybe like one or two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just the just the the decompress right. from, from the family. Because like like you said, man, like I love my family. Love my family to the devil. You know, I'm, I think pretty much we're all family oriented. Yeah, for sure. Love the family. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like shit. I'm working six days a week. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, I, I got, I'm a mentor. Yeah. And with the with the uh, lamp lighter group that we have. Right. 
you know, uh, trying to get the, the gun club up off the ground, you know, with the podcast, battling, you know, juggling the family. Right. So it's just like, man, I'm, you know, certain times I enjoy being at home. <clears throat> right. But then it's just like, damn. Exactly. I just want to get away with the fellas. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter where we go. Right. I know we're going to have some bottles. Some tomfoolery. We're going to have some Tom fuckery. Yeah, completely. Yes. And it's just like, we don't even have nothing planned. Nope. Like, we'll just say, all right, let's go to Atlanta. What's popping in Atlanta? Well, we know we got Lenny and Como that stay up there. Right. We're going to do something. We'll figure it out. Uh, shit. Fuck it. Let's go to New Orleans. We already know we're gonna hit knee outs. Man, I miss New Orleans man, so much. What? Golly. Yeah, that's I miss New Orleans, man. man. Two hours down the road. Yeah. And just go and just have a ball. Exactly. Yeah. And it ain't like it's it's it, it ain't like we doing nothing extraordinary. No. It's just like I right, we're gonna hop in the car. Who who wrote? Sean most of the time be like, I right, I'm gonna drive. Right. Let's let's dip. Right. I I got the gas. Yep. Alright, shit. Probably goddamn bring a bottle. We gonna be drinking on the way down there. Exactly. Shit, we're gonna pop up at the hotel. We're gonna, you know what I'm saying, unload. We're gonna hit knee out. Gotta hit it. We gotta hit knee out. Yeah, we immediately. Hit, we got to hit knee out. Yeah. We probably gonna hit Manchu. Yeah. We're gonna be down on bourbon. Right. Just kicking it. Right. Drinking. Right. Have a grandiose old time. Yeah, that's it. That's yes. it. That's it. That's it, man. And but, you know, by not being able to get out and take these trips, for one, it has given me the, the opportunity to buckle down and knock out a lot of stuff that, you know, if we're out on the trips, it's like, all right, fuck it, I'll put it off. Right. You know? Right. But, like I said, I, I've had time to buckle down and get focused on a whole lot more stuff. Yeah. Get more involved in, you know, it, within the community. You know, get on the kids' nerves yeah. so I can let them know how it feels when they get on our nerves. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, yeah, I could deal without the trips, but I need them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I think during this time, like, that, it has shown, like, an appreciation for that. Like, because we would just do a minimum, at least one a, one a day. I mean, not one a day, one a week, um, a year, one a year. But, like, that one a year would be would do so much for us. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, not being able to do that has thrown thrown us off. Yeah. You know, like, I went to the casino for a couple of nights, and, you know, me and Tia went one night, and then the other night, I just chilled by myself, and, like, that, that few hours I had by myself, I was like, golly. Like, I ain't do nothing but just sit up there and watch some sports and smoke a couple cigars, and, like, I was like, huh. And then I came back and it was running again. We were just it was running again. It's like, golly, just need that escape, man. Yep. I know one person I want to be like when I grow up. That's Ross. Oh man, Ross shout out to Ross. Ross out of Cabo right now. Ross, Ross, we we live vicariously through you. My yeah, brother. straight up, straight don't up. Don't rush into a family. <laughs> right. <laughs> we love our family, but it's don't. It's a beautiful thing. Right, right, it's right. It's a beautiful thing. But you got to be ready for it. But you have to be ready for it, man. Um. So, being that the NBA players are in a bubble, and I don't know if they they some might have brought 
their family. I don't know. They, they can't bring them until like second round of the playoffs. Okay. So they're in the bubble right now by themselves. You know what I'm saying? With their teammates, which which is cool. But, you know, like we said, it's nothing like having your family. Yeah, straight up. So my question to you, Sean, is like, how would you feel or how would you deal with being away for a period of time from your family? Man, I think like, you know, because I mean, they, they away for work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like if I had like if, if my job was like, look, for three months, you got to be here. Right. right. I think for like, you know, first week, I'll probably be straight. Maybe in two weeks, you know, because like I'll be focused on getting there, trying to get situated, um, focused on trying to get adjusted to being in the new place and then doing my job. But once things settle down, you know, it's like, man, be nice to, you know, play with the kids a little bit, mm-hmm. go out to eat with them yep. or, you know, have some time with my wife, you know, whether it just be me and her on a date or just, you know, sitting up curled up watching TV or a movie or something like it would be it's those small things mean so much. And just the uh, the fact that you can't do it. I know after a couple of weeks would definitely mess with me. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and I'm pretty sure they like, look, man, you know, I got a job to do, mm-hmm. trying to win this chip, you know, whatever, whatever, trying to get this bread. Get that money, get them extra incentives. Exactly. So, like, you know, they got a purpose for being there. But at the same time, man, it's got to be tough knowing that when you go back to that hotel room, your family ain't there. Yeah. You know, like, because, you know, some days you can't get off work. Mm-hmm. It's nice to come home to a nice home-cooked meal, a nice conversation with your family. You know, like, we'll sit at the table sometimes and just talk, you know, act goofy, whatever, whatever. You don't have that. Right. So I'm pretty, like, I know for me that would be, you know, eventually that would mess with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, man, I got to, you know, they got to get out here somehow, sooner or later, because, you know, I need them. Yeah. You know? Man, like, for me, like, I've been in that situation. I've been in that predicament, man. Like, when... uh when I deployed, when I deployed, man, the two oldest they were they were young. Yeah. And uh, Kendall wasn't even she wasn't even thought of at this time. And you know it, it it was it was difficult for me, um, you know because me being newlywed then like we got we got married one week, like maybe like a week and a half later, I was going off you know do our last minute prep and training. Yeah. And then straight to Kuwait. Yeah. So, you know, we got married in April, like maybe the second week of May, I was gone. Didn't get a chance to come back home for two weeks until November. Mm-hmm. And then had to go back, finish up, and then come back home until April. Yeah. So, you know, it was real difficult, man. Like, I mean, you know, at that time, Skype was pretty big, so, you know, I was able to Skype with them every day, you know, just to fill that void, but it, it's nothing like being in the physical presence right. of your family. Exactly. And then, so, like, when I got back from deployment, which was, like, April, and I was at home for, like, four months, and then, whoop. Back out. Back out. I was went I was at Fort Hood for two more years. Yeah. You know, so but 
the good thing about that is I was able to come home like once a month for four days, visit the family. Yeah. And then I had to go back out. So for me, man, you know, I, I kind of feel I, I I know in an instance of what the NBA players are going through. Yeah. You know, but they don't have the opportunity to, uh, I guess, legally, quote unquote, yeah, able to go home and visit their family. Right. Right. Due to the corona. Right. Right. Know? So I can imagine like what they're going through. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just think about it just from a marriage standpoint, bro. Like, I'm used to certain things. Yep. I'm used to getting certain things. Hey, man, that hand can only do so much. No, exactly. Exactly. But like, all right, right tonight, left, I see you tomorrow. Might switch it up and go ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> exactly. But it's like, man, you know, I'd be like, man, we got to be halfway, look, catch this flight. You know, for a few days, something. Yeah, man. Like, uh, uh, it, it, it's it, like just then. You know, you're there. Like the NBA players are there. Just nothing but hard legs. Yep, that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's like, it. Shit, you can only watch porn so much. Right, right, right. You, you know? get the you get the watching little uh, little little yingling that come clean the room only come by and you be like, hey. You know, Man. yeah, but it's just like you, you know, you've been around. That's all you've been around. That's yeah. it. And, and like, and they doing the best they can to create an environment. Like they, you know, have DJs come in. Mm-hmm. You know, they throw parties for them. You got a barbershop on on campus. Mm-hmm. You know, they loaded the lake with fish so they can go out there and fish. So they doing stuff like stuff for them to decompress. Yeah, allow them to have some type of normalcy. But like, bottom line, like, I can't go home. I can't go home. Man, you know, I, I started to think, and I'm like, you know, them being in that bubble and being around their teammates is equivalent to when we were online and we were pledging. Because uh, during those six months, I was the only one of my line brothers that had uh, our own place. Like, uh, Lena had roommates. AJ had roommates. Yeah. Art was living at home with his folks, and I may have been living at home with his folks. So, me by me having my own spot, I was just like, all right, cool. You know, I I get you know y'all can get keys to the spot. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can stay here with me. Yeah. You know, shit, just you know, shit, pitch in on you know. Little utilities here and there, right? You know what I'm saying. We can get get some food put in in the crib. You know what I'm saying. It was one bedroom, but hell, we made it work. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like if anything, and and that made us become close as fuck. Right, like, right. It, it's it's no doubt about it. Like me and my line brothers, like those are not just my line brothers. Like those <coughs> are my brothers. Yeah, because we've been through so much. We live together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the test of time right there. Yeah, when you live with somebody. One, you have five strangers. Yeah. Getting together to become one. Right. To accomplish a mission, a goal. Yeah. You know, the goal was for us to, one, not drop anybody on our line and to cross Omega. Yeah. 
And so that worked for us. So I feel like if anything by the NBA players being in that bubble, away from their families, it'll give them more time to bond with their teammates right. and, and establish somewhat of a brotherhood. A more of a brotherhood. Either, yeah. either it's gonna either it's gonna hurt or it's gonna help. Yeah. But it's something is about to be tested. Yeah, yeah. During absolutely. this time in that bubble. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, cause I even think about like like me and Zeb were roommates in college. And like we didn't know each other at all. Right. For real. When we moved in together and you know, so like it was cool. Like we didn't have any you know, like, real issues, but like I remember one day, like something popped off about a hot pocket. And it's just like it wasn't anything malicious on one hand or the other, but it was just like you know, eventually, like, stuff like that starts to, like, bubble up, mm-hmm. you know, because you just in close quarters with somebody, right. you know, and it's just, like, so I can only imagine with them, too, like, they're going to have little riffs, mm-hmm. you know, because they just around each other. I'm pretty sure y'all had riffs. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> I remember of one of the stories. Man, plenty, plenty of times. Right. Man, like, I think... Like we all may have gotten at each other's throats at least five times. Like yeah. it's it wasn't just like no one instance. Like I'll come I'll come home and fucking Linda be stretched out of my bed like, what the fuck you doing in my bed, bro? <laughs> right. Man, you went home. But that wasn't the agreement. Like I had to I had to go for training for a month in Washington. Left them fools, you know, access to the apartment. I'm talking to them like, bro, man, I bet slept in your... Why you mean I bet slept in my bed? <laughs> On my pillow? Yeah. Why? Oh, oh, burn it. All man of all, all people. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, you come, I come in the house, man, and, and you know, I'm already like, damn, hey, what happened to my fucking pizza I had in here? Well, damn, bro, I thought you said, you know, I can help myself. <laughs> yeah, to soon I'm not home, You know what I'm saying? Why, why, why the light's still on? Right, right. Bro, I'm going to help you pay the bill. So, turn the light out. But, like, your percentage just went up from 12 to 15. <laughs> <laughs> like, 15% But, view. yeah, man, like, like, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, being that close, in close quarters with, you know what I'm saying, like, not really strangers, but just testosterone. You yeah, know? yeah. Because I mean, you just start to buck. Yeah. You know, naturally, you just start to buck. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, and then like for you, you like, look, this is my place. Yeah, like. Yeah, like my place. Like, hey, look, my pillow is not gonna be the same now, because you don't sleep on the pillow the same way I sleep on the pillow. Yeah, but it, it wasn't the same pillow that I took with me on the plug. <laughs> Let that be. Though. And your blankie. Nah, I didn't have a blanket. Oh, yeah, the blanket. <laughs> <laughs> this was way after we had crossed. <laughs> yeah, man. But, I mean, shit, man. Shout, shout out to the NBA players, man. Because, you know, that just take it takes a, a whole lot of... Sacrifice. Sacrifice and, and self-reflection. Yeah. Being away from your family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a lot of time. You know, like during that, and then by me being over in Kuwait, like when I get up in the morning getting ready, it's like nighttime here. Yeah. And vice versa. So, you know, we're maybe only talking 
you know, not that long, if that, because, you know, kids kind of tired. Then, you know, I'm trying to get dressed and, yeah. you know, make sure I make it to work on time, which sometimes, a lot of times, I wasn't on time, you know, but shit fuck it i had to talk to the fam hey quick question yes and you might not want to answer this but i'm pretty sure you will because you will so how did you and tay utilize skype um well just like normal you didn't utilize skype (laughs) (laughs) you didn't maximize skype to its full ability um Sometimes. Okay. Yeah, sometimes it was like, oh, oh you got on my shirt. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, mm. I gotta go to work. You're like, oh, <laughs> hey, drop a pin on the floor. <laughs> now pick, what's, what's that moving? Yeah, pick, pick it up slowly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, man, but I mean, it's just, you know. You try to make it do what it do, but it's really not like being in the 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 now, yeah. being in the present. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, so you know, it just it it just it, it made me realize what I could do and what I couldn't do being away from the family. Yeah, you know, like you can't you, you can't run the house. How you want to, right? Because you're not there. So, question: How was it like? What was it like when you came back? Um, awkward. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like I didn't have I didn't have the time to uh, you know set up the house because when I came home on those two weeks. You know, that whole time when I was overseas, it was working on trying to get a house and close from the house. Because if you remember, you know, we were in a townhouse over right. at Lafayette Square. Right. So, that whole time while I was there, trying to take my mind off of, you know, being in a hostile environment, a yeah. deplorable environment, I'm trying to, like, make moves for the family. Yeah. So, I'm working on that the whole time. And by the time I came home... We closed on the house. Then we took our honeymoon because, mind you, know what I'm saying. We didn't have that opportunity after we got married. Right. So, you know, closed the house. Took you know, took the trip. Came back and trying to move everything in. You know, before I leave again. So, you know, it was up to her and the parents. You know, to get everything situated. So I had to readjust. I had to decompress myself and and get used. To being back at home. Yeah. I also had to get the kids used to me being back at home because I wasn't there for over a year. Yeah. So they're the only thing that they knew was, okay, mama is the parent. Mama, this is what mama say it goes. And then, oh, here comes daddy again. Yeah. You know, trying to lay lay the hammer down. Yeah. Per se. Yeah. And what is this? This is not what I'm used to. So right. it took a lot of us, you know, just trying to like reintegrate ourselves back with each other. And then up oh, four months later, back out. Dad is off again. Yeah, I can only imagine because I know when I changed jobs, like I went from working all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty much like when kids, you know, we all left at the same time in the morning, but like I wouldn't get home till, you know, 
8.39, sometimes even later than that at night. And so they weren't used to me being home, and they had a routine with mommy. Right. But then I'm home, and, like, simple things like homework. She's trying to cook and do this and do that, and then they're like, you know, mommy helped me with my homework. I'm like, I'm literally sitting on the couch doing nothing. And, like, they be, you know, mommy, 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 mommy. I was like, hey, I'm over here. Like, I can help. But they were like, you can help. Like, you ain't supposed to be here. Like, right. what, what, you know, what are you what talking you about? Here? Yeah, what are you doing here? So, like, that was an adjustment, too. So, I can only imagine what it was like for you yeah. being gone for that extended amount of time. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty crazy, man. It was, it, was, it was definitely, it was definitely one for the books, man. I'll tell you, like, I had to uh, grow up and mature up a whole lot faster, you know what I'm saying, than I think it would have taken me. If I was here that year, yeah, and not missing out on a lot of things, yeah. So I had to like reintegrate myself with like what the kids were doing, trying to be there and support them at the same time. I'm trying to find a job because you know I didn't really have a job that I liked. Yeah. Because before I left, I was just working at NCO. Yeah. So didn't want to go back to a fucking call center. Yeah, I didn't want to do that shit. So yeah, it, it was it was uh it was definitely a whirlwind. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah. Yeah. So uh I guess man we're gonna jump off into uh this Woosai moment of the week, bro. Yeah, man. So uh you got a Woosai moment of the week you wanna get off your chest, bro? I do. Okay. This was to the ladies. Oh man. To the ladies. Okay, ladies, guess what? The thoughts and opinions <laughs> of this Woosai moment given by Big Hess is that what I just said. The thoughts and opinions <laughs> of Big Hess. Not woo and not wooisms. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. So, bro. Women with the, the makeup, man. Like, it's, it's too much. Mm-hmm. And when I say too much, it's like, they're changing like entire beings mm-hmm. when they put on makeup. Yeah. Like, I can't remember. I think my homeboy Herm like showed me a picture like like a girl with makeup on and then showed her without makeup. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like she looked terrible without makeup. Oh my God. It was horrible. But like when she had the makeup on and she was going out, she looked like an IG model. And it's like, dog. One, I'm like, thank God, like, I'm not single right now, having to try to be in this dating game, because, like, you really don't know who you're getting with. At all. Because you don't know how, what they look like. Like, when when you got the makeup, the wig, all, you know, and all this, and you don't know who you with. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, look. Facts. Look, ladies. Be who you are. And, like, it's nothing wrong with dolling yourself up to go out or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But don't do it so much to where, like, you're not even recognizing. Right. Like, I could only imagine, like, if if I'm with a chick, say I get a chick, you know, meet a chick somewhere, and then, like, we go back to the room or whatever, and then all of a sudden all that come off. I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? Who are you? Who are you? You Did are you? not the person I bought six drinks for. This is not Did who. Did you coerce me? Yeah, this is, you. It's exactly, coerced. It is coercing when you put on that much makeup to look like somebody that you're not. 
And it's like, I, I take a word from Como. He's like, they fabricated. Yeah. They completely fabricated. Like, you don't know who they are or anything like that. And it's like, you shouldn't have to do that to be accepted by a guy. Mm-hmm. Like, you, nice. you you shouldn't. You shouldn't at all, dog. And it's like, you know, you know, they be like, girl, look, I, I'm, I got beat. You know, I'm beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my makeup artist because she beat me today. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Uh, and then, exactly. But then yes, you, bitch, yes. And you take off the makeup and you look like you got hit by a car. Who the fuck? Yeah, exactly. But like, you kind of, yeah, yeah. See, like on Friday. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, bro, like you really don't have to do that. Like, if a guy can't look at you without makeup, like in your natural being, mm-hmm. and can't find you attractive, guess what? You don't, <coughs> you don't need to be with him. Man, I always like when I was in the, when I was in the dating game, like I would I would tell the chick, man, like, hey, let me see you in your natural state. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that way, you know, when we do go out and you get dogged up and that wears off, I won't be surprised. Right. Exactly. Or like, I still find you attractive. Because like, if if we go out and you dogged up and then all that come off and I see you for you, I'm like, you lied to me. Mm-hmm. You completely lied to me. Mm-hmm. We have nothing else to talk about. The foundation of this relationship that we were beginning to establish, it was not on a solid on solid ground. Get your bag and leave. Get your hat. Yeah. Your coat. And, and leave. leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just like, look, man, look, ladies, like, I understand, like, what they doing with makeup and hair and all this stuff is, like, it's out of worldly. Yeah. But, man, please, like. Don't do it so much to where like you not like you basically selling a dream, mm. and then you turn into a nightmare. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. All right, so my wusa moment of the week, man. Sometimes you just have to sit back, evaluate, and read the room. Yeah. Ask questions. Yep. Don't just jump to conclusions and assumptions. I check it. So we at work this week, and the old lady, she back to cooning again. All right. I spoke on this in earlier episodes, man. I got got an older black chick, man. She's kind of like Stephen on the Django. Pretty much it, right? Yeah. So, she leaves on her lunch break. She had a doctor's appointment. First, she was like, she wasn't coming back to work. It's like, all right, cool. So, you know, I'm working from 4 a.m. to 2 p.m. Yeah. I got a two-hour lunch break. So, I know during that time what I need to do, how I need to move when I come back from lunch. Before I leave. Right, right, right. All right. So, she comes back. She leaves for lunch at 11 o'clock. She comes back, like, at 1.30. Yeah. She already mad. All right, I don't understand why you're mad, because when you came back, you decided to come back to work. Yeah. You know? All right, whatever. So, she comes in. I ain't taking this shit no more. I'm not a slave around here. Ain't nothing done. What the hell he doing for? This is supposed to be his off day. He was supposed to be getting no overtime. Whoa, 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 what? 
How, if she talking to to you know the supervisor? Supervisor is you know old white guy, thirty five years in the post office. Told him he could retire any day. He's mm-hmm. real chill. She talking to him in the postmaster. He he ain't did nothing. I said, man, you know what, man? I'm tired of your shit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't come in here fussing and arguing. You right. know what I'm saying? Ruffling up my fellas because one, you came back and you said you wouldn't even come back to work. Why are you even fucking here right now? I said, for two, you don't know why the fuck I didn't get to them packages yet. Yep. I said, if you want to look to my, well, ain't no labels done for the stuff to go out. I said, if you would have took your ass back there, <laughs> by the time clock, when you have to clock back in, you will see the placards for the equipment to go out. Did you do that? I shut up. No, you didn't. <laughs> I said, for second of all, right. Mayor had to go to lunch at 12. I had to go up to the front. When she got back from lunch, she had me looking up uh, packages and see where the packages are for the people because she can't do both. Sometimes if you just shut the fuck up and you pay attention to what's going on, all your questions will get answered before you even open up your fucking mouth. Of course, the white people are looking like, oh my gosh, yeah. Kendrick is really upset. Yeah. Calm down, Kendrick. Yeah. I said, Miss Jackie, you know, I'm just tired of her shit. And walked off. Yeah. So my, my supervisor comes up to me and says, yeah, Kendrick, you you were right. I said, Greg, I'm just tired of her shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just calm down. You know, just go ahead and push the stuff back there and just go ahead and clock out, man. And I'll see you in the morning. I said, I'm gone. I'm done. I can't take that shit, man. Like, you are not my superior supervisor. You are not the postmaster. You are just another clerk just like me. Yeah. You're mad because it took me less time to become a full-time employee, and it took you over 10 years to get a full-time position. Just shut the fuck up. Right. Let me do my job. You do yours. I told her, I said, if it don't have anything to do with the post office here in Theodore, Alabama, don't say a motherfucking <laughs> word to me. And left it at that. She came for you. Yeah, she tried it. Yeah, she came for she you. She tried it. Yeah. And I'm not one to disrespect my elders, but... If you just keep poking and poking and poking at the bell, yeah. the bell gonna bite the shit out you. Right. And I just jumped. <laughs> I bit her ass that day. <laughs> she came for you, but you ain't, you ain't called for her. <sighs> Woosa. Yeah, man. Woosa, man. Woosa. But I'm good. Yeah. Yes, sir. Good. Good. Glad you let me go first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I promise, man. I might come. I, I'm gonna try to. I'll be trying not to have a Wusai moment, but it just seems like people just know I need a Wusai moment for the moment. <laughs> I hate stupid. Yeah. <laughs> with a passion. All right. That, ladies and gentlemen, was the Wusai moment of the week. <sighs> Jay, you got anything you want to say, bro? Nah, man. Just. You know, we taking over. That's it. That's it, Y'all man. Be ready. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate everybody listening and watching and all that good stuff. Man, that uh, that I'm telling you, man, that gift card for the sizzler, man, it is on the way. <laughs> man, it's on the way, bro. Man. I will, I will go on the record and say, like I said, man, we we uh we we are purchasing equipment to make ourselves better, so we can provide better quality episodes and quality sound and videos and you know just this is not just a hobby man we are trying we are 
the people's podcast. We are the podcast of the Port City. Yep. Right? So with that being said, man, we are investing in ourselves and we're trying to get better. So we bought a soundboard. And me and Sean was like, all right, we're going to link up. This was yesterday. We was like, we're going to link up. We're going to test it out so we can, you know, try to work the kinks out before we actually did the episode. Man, we got over here. It took us like two hours to try to figure some shit out. We was like, you know what? Fuck it, man. We really need Gerald. We need Gerald, man. Sean was like, bro, when I see Gerald tomorrow... I'm going to give this nigga a high five. Because <laughs> he is very much appreciated. Right. And I say this each and every week, man. Like, I appreciate my two friends that I have sitting here bringing this podcast to life. This was, yes, my vision. But they are the ones that are helping me put this vision into play and to present it to you all. Without them knowing their parts, knowing their roles, man, Wooisms would not be deemed the podcast of the Port City. It'll just be another person getting on the mic, doing a live, and just <laughs> shit talking by myself. And notice the first episode that I did <laughs> in the middle of the waters in Mexico yeah. was by myself. And I promise you, from that first episode to episode 28, Things have gotten a whole lot better. Yeah, and man. we still got room to improve. Right. So right. man, shout out to my homie Hess and to the homie Jay Easy, man, because I cannot do this without both of you gentlemen. Appreciate you. Appreciate, Appreciate you bringing us on, bro. Man, uh, people, man, we still got some things coming. We got some things in the works, man. So keep tuning in each and every week. Keep giving us the feedback because we are only gonna get better by the voices of you all. Without you all, we we wouldn't know where to go. Without sure. the feedback, we need the feedback. We appreciate the feedback. Positive, negative, indifferent, it doesn't matter. We love it all. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get off my soapbox. As always, it's your boy, Woo. It's your boy, Big Hess. Jay Easy. Hey. Hey, he came it's in on time. Yeah. He came in on time. He picked up on his cue. <laughs> Hey man, and we're out. Hey. Yeah, I'm in this bitch terror. Got a head full of stacks, better grab an umbrella. I make it right. I make it right. I'm in this bitch terror. Got a head full of stacks, better grab an umbrella. I make it right. I make it right. Make it right on the hoes. I make it right. I make it right. I make it right on the hoes. I'm a hustler, hustler, a pushers, pusher, you a buster, customer, I get to some cooker, get crackers, a chemist, Thanks for listening to another episode of Wooisms. It's your boy Woo. Your boy Big Hess. And your boy Jay Easy. You can follow me, your boy Woo, on every social media platform. The Facebook, Kendrick Wooten, on IG, K underscore D underscore Wooten. You can follow your boy on IG at Big underscore Hessling. You can find me on all platforms under J underscore Easy. And look, also follow the Wooisms page on Facebook, Wooisms, 
on IG, Woolsons Pod, and on YouTube, Woolsons Podcast. And we're out. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>